0: Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly podcast for parents of challenging children with your host, Angela Sunes, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela interviews an individual or professional within the mental health community. Hello, parents. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Angela, and I am with Different from the Other Kids. This is a podcast for parents of challenging children. I am welcoming back somebody named Julie, and she has a daughter named Sophie. She is an oldie but a goodie, meaning that (laughs) Julie was here uh, during our first book and had some interviews recorded in August 2013. Now, I have invited Julie back, and I was thinking about this last night after I recorded her interview. (laughs) And i have a bad shoulder and i had the interview between i had the microphone in between julie and i and we were passing the microphone back and forth but it got to the point that i couldn't hold it up anymore cuz my something going on in my shoulder so all i kept doing was leaning back and yelling where i was into the microphone which was probably right in Julie's ear. So, wanted to say Julie, I am so sorry. I really wasn't even, I don't know what I was thinking, yelling in your ear, screaming over to the microphone. I should have switched places with you so I could pass the microphone to you properly. In any case, hopefully she will forgive me. Let's welcome back Julie, Sophie's mum, to give us an update on how things are in their household right now. Thanks so much for coming, Julie. We were at the point where Sophie was expelled from school and in trouble on probation, and now she's in a specific school for kids in the diversion program. So, if you wouldn't mind picking it up from there, that'd be great.
1: Okay. So, she has a probation order which has conditions which have the curfew, no non prescription drugs or alcohol, no weapons, keep the peace and be a good behavior. And she is in breach of these conditions every single day. (laughs) At least one or two conditions. Oh, no. Yeah. It seems that the only one that she takes seriously at all is the curfew, which is kind of surprising to us. But she is always home by her curfew. And that might be because she's also part of this police monitoring program. So randomly police are knocking on our door at 10 o'clock at night, which they have done probably six or seven times. Oh, wow. Just to make sure she's home. That's great. Yes. And, I mean, they're checking to to see if she's home and to make sure that she is not impaired in any way. But I will say that one time they came, and she actually wasn't home, but she was on her way. And so they said they'd wait, and she got home about 15 minutes late, clearly impaired. And they wouldn't press charges. And
0: They're probably trying to balance out what the kid is doing right to, you know, is, is this going to be the trigger that's going to unravel things and perhaps perhaps they don't want to be in that position of making that call unless they've had multiple
1: calls. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. I don't know. It just sort of speaks to the point that even when kids are formally charged and sentenced and have a probation order, it takes so much to get anybody to take some action if they are in breach. Wow, it's just the wheels turn so slow, and it's it's been a big frustration for me. Mm-hmm. So, because you're ultimately looking for a hand,
0: I am. Look you're looking for the police, and you're looking for mental health, the mental health side of things to kind of jump in, because you're drowning at this point, really, and you're looking yep. for somebody, in authority that she might actually listen to, that isn't her parent. That's right. To bring her back in line,
1: right? Yep yeah and that wasn't happening. that was not happening, okay, a but they were
0: following up, making sure that things weren't t- terrible
1: yes, what do you of. think
0: they why do you think they were why do you think maybe that they were not fully participatory and nailing her when they were in a perfect situation to do so? Well, just as a thought
1: I might be a little cynical, but I thought they didn't want to do the paperwork okay all right, I don't know
0: no that's a that's an honest answer, yeah, okay,
1: yeah, so I am in um, frequent contact with her probation officer as we're rolling through the early months of this year, I guess, letting him know about the the various breaches and, and what's happening because I I would like him to take some action. And he finally did, and he charged her with a breach of probation, which was specific to the condition that she must participate in therapy, both her individual and family therapy. Because she has not um, been doing that as, as well. It's also on the probation order and just one of those things that she just thought, oh, no, not going to do it. So we have been back in court a couple of times. She hasn't yet faced the judge yet, but that is coming up next month. Okay. So is she in school and participating in school? When she feels like it, she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's sort of learned to walk the line and stay on the right side. Mm. So she a, pushes every boundary. Every single boundary. And she knows exactly where to sit. Yes. Within the boundary. Well. Or outside, just outside the boundary enough yes. that she's not going to get tagged. Mostly. Until, you know, pretty recently. So through all of these recent months, she has continued to be verbally abusive and destructive. and. But that's
0: increased, right? Yes. You were saying since uh, about 14 months ago. Yep. Do you think it do you think it came with the alcohol and pot? Was she doing any other drugs that may have altered her behavior? Do you think it was the combination or do you think it age and stage just could be partially rebellious teenager?
1: Any mm-hmm.
0: ideas what could have precipitated the increase in verbal abusive aspect?
1: I don't have a good answer, but I don't think it was the substances. Okay. And I do, as far as I know, it is only the marijuana and the drinking. And we actually, I I feel conflicted in saying this, but we actually find her easier Mm -hmm. and nicer when she is high on the marijuana. Just more cooperative, just easier person to be around. Okay. So...
0: And that. what about with the alcohol? Is it different or is it kind of, does that help too?
1: It doesn't seem to help. That's just sort of... Messy? Messy, okay. yes. Wobbly, slurry. She sounds like she's got like 10 marbles in her mouth and we just send her off to bed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really not
0: pleasant to watch. Okay, so she's not employed at this point. No,
1: she was, but she lost that job.
0: Okay, and so where do you think she's getting... Because I, uh, Mm -hmm. as I understand it, you guys are not just passing her money. Right. Does she earn money doing other things? Or is she with a crew that has enough resources that they can float her?
1: Yes. I, she, as far as I know, she is getting spotted to her. And I know that there has. Spotted. Spotted. (laughs) Spot me a five sack. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Do they do them in fives? Yes, they okay, do. Okay,
1: wow. I know. And she has at times run up debt, and then she has resolved her debts. And how do you know this? She tells you this? Okay. No. I have access to her social media that she doesn't know about. Okay. Oh, she resolves her Correct. debts Correct. by stealing from, from us. Okay. So Ian and I have had to go into a a major lockdown and be absolutely vigilant about it. So we have, we increased the cameras in the home and then we strategically place them on whatever her targeted areas would be. We have a lock on our bedroom door and on the fridge in the garage because that's got the beer and stuff in it and on another liquor cabinet. And if you drop your guard for a moment, she was almost always there to pounce and to take advantage. So it was getting exhausting. Mm-hmm. And the verbal abuse was carrying on. So what we did, because we just we were getting to a loss, we came to her and we said, we have four rules that will allow you to stay in this house. And the bar was so low. And what we said was, you can't steal from us. You can't abuse us verbally or physically. You can't be destructive to our destructive to our property. And you can't use drugs or drink in our home. You can do these four things. You can stay here. And she couldn't do those four things. Oh, dear. So
0: And was that all the way along she wasn't able to kind of maintain those four things? Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. And so you just kind of said, okay, let's set a bar. Mm -hmm. We'll set it low and Mm -hmm. give her something to reach towards.
1: Yes. Okay. And, you know, I have, over the last few months, I've, been the one to do all of her laundry to pick up a wet towel like just do everything for her because my placing an expectation on her and asking her to do something like that might result in you know this catastrophic yeah you're uh, effing this and you know it would just be like this verbal abuse that was so awful you know and there was this one morning where it was like the c word oh and i was like uh, slumped in a chair after this I was just, I've never had anyone speak to me that way, and I just had no idea what to do with it, and it it just, it crumbled me. Mm -hmm. It really did. I'm sorry. It's awful. It's terrible. So, then we came to a moment, and this was just last week, where she woke up, and she was late for school, and somehow she hot potatoed that whole thing onto me, and it was my fault, and... You know, I, she started, you know, with the f bombs and all this stuff. (laughs) And so I said, okay, well, I'm just going to leave because, you know, there's no sense staying in that. And I did, and I went grocery shopping and I came back and she was still there. And she, you know, she had been like all in a rush and late when I'd left 40 minutes ago. And now she's sitting in a chair eating popcorn and, you know, seems to be in no hurry at all. And so I went in and I was annoyed and I asked her to leave And to get going to school, because it was a school day. And uh, she started up with me again, and then she lunged at me, and in a very aggressive and deliberate way, she spit in my face. Oh, God, I'm sorry. So that has sort of been the icing on the cake. It's the end of the road, Mm -hmm. and so we said, you cannot live here anymore. Which we can do, because when there is abuse and the theft and, you know, we are her victim, really, and she's 16, we can legally put her out.
0: Which is terrible for you to have to do. <laughs> yeah. Terrible to have to deal with that. I'm sure whether you intellectualize it or not, you feel something different. Yeah. So you feel you know it's the right thing to do, most mm-hmm. likely, is my guess, but it's still, it still hurts. It's awful. Sorry. It's
1: awful. Mm-hmm. But you're right, it is the only thing left. If I thought that there was any stone unturned, anything that we missed that we could be doing, we would be doing that instead. And there just isn't. And I mean, it's not just coming from me, but that's coming from like the whole team of people that know us and have worked with us. And they seem to, all of them, be very supportive of it and say, Yes, this is what Sophie needs, and this is what your family needs, and it is the last alternative.
0: Okay. So last week, you told her that she wasn't welcome back, so I assume you had to get in touch with the probation officer again, Mm -hmm. and if you wouldn't mind, just let me know. That was at the end of last week, so Mm -hmm. I assume she had to have gone through a weekend as well. Yeah.
1: Ian called the probation officer because I was just sort of very shattered about the whole thing. Excuse me. So he made the call last Friday to the probation officer and let him know what had happened. And, you know, the probation officer was urging us to press charges because the other thing about the whole event was that the entire thing is caught on video because I had put the video, the camera on when I had left so that I could be able to see her leave and know it was safe to come back so it's all caught on video so he really did urge us to press charges but I really I really don't want to and I don't know if that's a mistake but I just I just can't really get my head around that right now I just Mm -hmm. really want her to leave and for this I just can't do it anymore so she went and she stayed with a friend for the weekend And then she has a lovely aunt who has taken her in and she will be allowed to stay there until she gets this permanent place placement at a place in Hamilton called the Wesley Youth Housing Program. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like a tiered program for youth where where they'll teach life skills and independent living skills and you like graduate through the different tiers. So you, you start out in sort of a shared space Mm -hmm. and then eventually, um, If she graduates through the program, she would have her own bachelor apartment, and she'll have to go on Ontario Works, which is basically welfare, Mm -hmm. because you have to have an income, because they use that income to teach you how to budget, and Mm -hmm. she'll buy groceries, and Mm -hmm. she'll Mm -hmm. do all her own thing. So,
0: first of all, um, thank God for extended family, Mm -hmm. and uh, thank God for your sister-in-law, who is, um, yeah amazing for being able to do this for you guys in this period of time Mm -hmm. that's exceptional how long do you think that's going to take for her to be placed you know
1: well we actually we um, met today with her probation officer so it was the whole family the probation officer and our family therapist and the purpose of that meeting was to make it clear to Sophie that coming home is not an option at all and the probation officer was fantastic and he sort of took that upon himself and made that part of his probation office um, order and said, It's not safe for anybody. I'm not recommending that you live at home. You have to follow through with this Wesley thing because clearly the Wesley thing has been on the table for a while, like even before this event, and that's saying you must leave right now. But you can clearly see that she's avoiding. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, meetings that she should be at and phone calls she she should make and documents that she should be gathering. And she just wasn't doing any of it because, you know, I think she just didn't really want to go. Mm-hmm. She liked saying she wanted to go and she hated mm-hmm. us and didn't want to be at home. But deep down, she was like, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now she has to go. Okay. So is she right now in school? Well, it's March break, but yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, yes, she is still attending school at the John Howard, so she'll return there on Monday. How is she doing there? It's not terrible. It's kind—it's not really regular school, so it's hard to gauge a little bit. And she'll just work on one credit at a time. So I think she went in there in December, and we're now in March, and she's earned two credits. That's good. So, it's Something. That something is exactly right. Yeah.
0: Okay. And is she still on the other side of the law as far as using pot and alcohol? And yes. And doing that, her partying and stuff? Is she, is she hitting curfew? Yes. She is still hitting curfew, she, but still doing the other stuff?
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Curfew is very important. <laughs> <laughs> it's got her attention. <laughs> it's weird. Isn't that
0: funny? Yeah. To a certain extent, it sounds like she knows that she needs to be safe at one point. At you could be day. right. I don't know. I'm guessing. It's you could be guess. right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you've gotten this far. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. shevers Yeah, you're still here. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're still talking I know. in full sentences. I know. Amazing. Mm. Okay, now in your mindset, what does this look like for Sophie going forward do you think at this point? Uh... You um, probably have bad scenarios going on in your head, and I don't want you to,
1: but I, I tell do. me what you're thinking. Maybe. I know. Well, okay, so the geography of where this place is located is right downtown Hamilton. Okay. So, do you want to tell
0: them who Hamilton is, or do you want me to? You tell them who Hamilton Okay. Is. Hamilton <laughs> is a little city just outside of Toronto going west, probably call it 45, 50 minutes from the downtown core of Toronto on a good day. Um, But it is where it was built on steel. And at this point, the steel mills and everything else are not producing the stuff that they used to. And there's been a lot of layoffs. And the city in and of itself is kind of a bit of a redo. So Mm -hmm. we're getting a lot of influx of some hippie type hipsters that are going in there and doing a lot of arts. And there's a lot of live music and stuff. But at the core (coughs) of the city, it is a very desperately challenge city with economics and with, let's just say, mostly economics. But on the flip side, the one thing that we do have, because it's our proximity, is we can rely on them for a lot of social assistance programs and a lot of mental health programs. There are a lot in that particular geographical area because there's been so many people so displaced from work and so many people that have worked for such low wages for such a long period of time a lot of handicapped people I find there a lot of homeless people a lot of people looking searching for community resources so that's the upside to it and I do believe that they're in a huge economic re- resurgence so I can't imagine for the time that Sophie's going to be there it probably won't make a huge difference but just to let everybody know what the mm-hmm. what's happening in the city there it is economically very depressed and, and it's getting better but it's, it's still challenging over there for sure yeah yeah, we used to have a joke about Hamilton. I won't go into it now because it's offside for the podcast. <laughs> anyway, okay. Sorry, I was asking you, uh, what do you think? What do you think is gonna yeah. happen next?
1: I'm glad you did that little bit on Hamilton because well, you did it better than I would. have. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so the the point about me mentioning that it's downtown Hamilton is that because if Sophie wishes to find trouble, oh yeah, it will be right there at her doorstep. Mm. Double edged sword. <laughs> yeah you know but then again it always comes down to her choices and if on the other side she wants to find something really great and productive and and worthwhile it's all there as well so just my experience of her in histories tells us that she usually falls off more to the dark side mm-hmm. but i i'm just i just have to hope that she'll choose something productive and and good
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i i really i don't know
0: I understand and I think we've had a sidebar conversation about this before, but it's amazing what can happen with a little maturity Mm -hmm. and it's amazing the resilience of uh, some of our young people, especially when they have seen people care for them and try and go to bat for them over and over and over again. You don't know when that's going to come forward. You just hope it comes forward in time for them to make the right decisions at the right time Mm -hmm. Uh, that maybe hasn't been our history. But I've seen people turn this around. Mm -hmm. So I just, I want you to try and keep that in mind that she's a very smart girl. Mm -hmm. And I think in many ways, but I, I just think that, yeah, she might need a little bit of time, a way to understand that, yeah, this isn't going to get fixed without your participation, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Okay, so how long do you think it's going to take to get into this program?
1: We're hoping that it will be next week. Oh, wow, great. Um, Yeah, and the part of the meeting that we had today, the probation officer closed the meeting saying that he was going to make some calls, try and fast-track it a little bit because she can't stay with her aunt very long and geographically like it just makes no sense for her to get from the aunt's house to downtown hamilton to go to school it's you know it's going to be a two-hour trip one way mm-hmm. it's just not going to work right we're hoping next week but it'll probably be two weeks okay but that's fine too you know we've i, I think we've done this in the right way and that yes
0: you really have yeah. i gotta say julie Thank no, you. I, no it's it's so difficult to go through some of this stuff, but you've actually had to go to the other side. Mm -hmm. And that is huge. And the amount of energy that I know it took me to get Christina to a certain point, and we didn't have to deal with all this justice end of things. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Do You feel good about it. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's a terrible thing to ask right now, but I think you should. Do you feel okay with it?
1: I feel okay with it. In the dialectal behavior Not therapy. are good. You know yeah, what I mean. From
0: a parenting perspective, you've done everything.
1: Yes. I accept it. Okay. It's it's a, okay. it's a radical acceptance of what is. Yeah. And just knowing that I cannot fix it. I can't change it. And that I did everything that I knew how to do. And then some. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't what what she needed. And it didn't change anything. And in fact, it might have. Fueled it in some way. I just don't know.
0: The the, the other thing that I'd like to jump in and say, if I may, is you also, once it took a long time for you to get resources and help, Mm -hmm. but once you did, they jumped in and how? Mm -hmm. They really jumped in. They really tried to help out along the way. So you've also had the benefit of that, or I should say, she has had the benefit of that, and she's still not grabbing onto the ring boy that's being thrown to her. That's right. Right? So I just want to reiterate that so that. You see the mirror of what I'm seeing, which Mm -hmm. is you've done everything. Mm -hmm. And as well, we've had people jump in to try and help as well. But the lesson at the end of the day is if they don't want to grab the ring boy or they're going to be delayed in grabbing it, they're just going to be delayed and it's going to take some extra time. And she she may choose not to. I don't think that's going to happen. I really hope it's not going to happen. But just... So that, you know, I see everybody jumping in here and trying mm-hmm. to, to give her a hand. And, mm-hmm. and it just might take her a little bit more time. Hopefully no more bad experiences. Hopefully more good experiences yeah. for her to come forward with. Yeah. So tell me just a little bit more before we close about that program that she's going into. So what kind of, so she's going outside of that Wellesley place to go to school. Mm-hmm. And is it, is it a group home environment?
1: No, they describe it as there's pods. Pod. So she'll live in a, in a pod and, and the pod to me looks just like you know a three bedroom apartment. So each there's three youths that share one pod and they each have their own bedroom with a lock and then they share two bathrooms, a kitchen, and a living space. and they have to work together to run their little household there. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit supervised in that they have workers in the building but not in their little residence. And the workers work with them to the extent of, you know, helping them to budget, set goals, and just manage everyday life. But they're not really supervising them on a daily basis.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Any words of wisdom (laughs) before thing? I have the microphone in my hand, and I actually want to hit myself over the head with it before thing <laughs> anything that you can think of that are, are parting words that you might be able to share at this point I know this is the most harrowing time could be of your entire life is there anything that you can think of to forward
1: the only thing I can think of is that you know what's what's been most important to me in processing this and dealing with it all is the acceptance and just not trying to fight the reality of, of the circumstance where we are today I'm so happy that although we've asked Sophie to leave I was able to say to her today in the little meeting that we had that you know she would always have my love and support and that I hope that she didn't see this as a as an abandonment because it's not it's just that we can't live together anymore <laughs> and that's and she seemed to take that quite well and with some understanding I don't know if maybe in the back of her head she's thinking oh no they're just getting rid of me or something because Sometimes she distorts things a little bit, but mm-hmm. I was happy to be able to say that and truly feel that way. And I just feel a little lighter knowing that I won't be F bombed in my home anymore. And mm-hmm. it's just, I'm feeling a bit better about that.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. So you've been through the wars. Yeah. And you look great no you do you look great you're speaking in full sentences <laughs> uh, is there anything that you can think what do you think you've been doing that has been able to get you through
1: just great support great great husband talk, great great guy and great extended family and you know the mental health support is a really great people really great people I couldn't do it without my people.
0: Okay. All right. Okay, that's great, Julie. Thank you so much for coming. And parents, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate that Julie was here today in the middle of what is surely a mess to deal with, uh, to share her story. Thank you so much.
1: You're very welcome. We'll see you next
0: week, guys. Thanks for listening to Different From The Other Kids. Made possible with the support of My Mind Fitness, The Holistic Approach. To a fit and healthy mind. You can find them online at www.mymindfitness.com Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And now a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on different from the other kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate healthcare provider.